Hello and welcome to Namaste with Renee. I am your host, Renee Marcoux, CEO of the iHeart Academy and president of the nonprofit Brady's Foundation. In this podcast, we talk about how to enhance your wellness and disrupt the limitation mindset so you can thrive with a healthy mind, body, and spirit. Hello and welcome to Namaste with Renee. I'm your host, Renee Marcoux. So thrilled to be here with you in this episode because I have an amazing friend that I'm going to introduce you to. Her name is Krista Lee and she is an author. She's a coach too and she's a mother. She also is in the entertainment industry as an actress and a singer. And girl, we have a lot of common ground here together, by the way, and she's in the entertainment business in Ontario, Canada, and she is going to be speaking to us on some amazing ways to overcome trauma and to implement new ways into your daily life so that you can be more full and more in love with your life. So welcome to the show, Krista. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much, Renee. I'm so excited for our chat today. Me too. I've been looking forward to this. So thank you for spending your time with me. Absolutely. It's so nice to share time with like-minded individuals and I am loving you so far. Yes. Oh, thank you. I'm feeling that too. I'm like the, when us lightworkers and like, you know, the leaders and the amazing high vibration women and men across the planet, like we get to link arms and connect. I think amazing things get to unfold. So I hope that um, this is just that exact same way and that all the listeners are in for a super treat today. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us about you. How did you start your own business? What's your journey been like? Yeah, I've got quite the journey, to be honest. I've been um, through quite a lot since I was um, young and my journey has been an ongoing uh, path of self-discovery. And I think that's what we're all on in our own way, right? And so for me, it's all of the hardships and trials and tribulations and things that I went through, they've they've led me to who I am and where I am now. And I found a way to develop that into um, like a purpose and a passion of mine to be able to help others. And so it's it's really given me a lot of tools and, things that I can add to my kit to serve and bring toward others. And I think it's really important to be able to share those things, those gifts that we have. And that's how I started my coaching business is by, you know, talking with people along the way and helping others out along their journey and sharing what has worked for me and bringing that forward into other people's lives. And, you know, I started a coaching business and writing a ton of books as well. And all about the high vibes and helping others and the light worker and all those things so it's really really great I'm so happy and grateful to be where I am today absolutely I really do feel like we are anybody in life can be faced with challenges or you know traumas and things that we go through for the sake of being able to get through them and help others on the end. I don't think anything ever dies in vain unless you just keep it in, right? It's So I think that it's a beautiful belief system that you have about that and that you've been able to bring your new learned expertise after those experiences to your clients and those that you serve in this lifetime. So that's that's amazing that you've stepped up and started your own practice and business. Um, you know, based out of that foundation. It's so cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I know this is kind of like 
taking it in a different direction, but I am curious about your entertainment um, career as well. So yeah. you share with us like what, you know, if what you've been doing with there, are you still in the entertainment business? I am. Yeah. These days I do a lot more work as a stand-in. So I'll uh, stand in for like the actors and things like that. I work on the TV show Working Moms, which is pretty popular here in Canada. I know it's on Netflix worldwide as well. So that's been like my main jam for the last six years. But I also do, um, yeah, a little bit of acting here and there. I started really young. Like I started dance when I was three and then took acting classes when I was really little. So it's always been in my world and, you know, performing on stages, doing like local Broadway shows and, and theater and choir singing and things like that. So I started professionally in like the actual film TV industry when I well, it was back 2009. So quite a few years ago. And mm-hmm. it's really fun because like, I'm such a creative person. So for me, it's a great way to express myself and meet new people and like, you know, get to play with other like minds. It's, it's really awesome. And I've met a ton of incredible humans along the way and made some great lifelong friends and definitely learned a lot because the acting <laughs> business is cutthroat. I'm sure, you know, it's in the, yeah. the singing industry too. Um, yeah. You know, you have to develop thick skin and, yeah. and I have absolutely, because we're always too something to somebody, you know what I mean? Yes, too right. short, too tall, too light, too dark. It doesn't matter. I've learned to just live for myself and accept myself for who I am. And the entertainment industry definitely will teach you how to do so. Otherwise, you just won't last long. <laughs> right, exactly. I totally hear you. I grew up like this painfully shy little girl, but my mom had me on stages like modeling when I was like three. She had me, which I was like petrified of, but she was like, go do it. I'll bribe you basically. So I was like, okay, fine. I really want that McDonald's or <laughs> whatever it was. so like I really had a love for music ever since I was a kid so I was like okay I looked at myself in the mirror I was like listen if you're gonna be out there performing and you're gonna be on stage and singing with the band like you've got to face this fear you know and I know my listeners know that story about me and everything too but it it was it's such a cool experience like looking at like where I had to start out right and where you had to get your feet wet and all that stuff and be brave to go out on stage and I mean even I didn't do as much acting as I'm sure you have my like bread and butter was basically performing on stage with a band or with dancers and we would like tour you know anywhere that my agent got us into and that was incredible I mean I also did national anthems and all that stuff too around the country but uh, that's a different story, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, um, but yeah, just the entertainment business, like as, as feisty and fierce as it can be when you are in that element and you're expressing yourself and your truth and your passion, your creativity, there's something so beautiful to be said for that. Right. It's like a sense of being at home. Mm. Oh my gosh. I've, we have so much in common. I have goosebumps right now because yeah. everything you just said is like my life. <laughs> seriously I know when when you're saying that about yours I'm like are we like walking the same path this is really cool (laughs) I've actually said that the stage is my home it's my second home and I too sing anthems locally and perform with a band live on stage and to have all the butterflies and nerves and everything you could possibly imagine so everything you said I totally align with yeah oh my gosh it's so cool and um like I know you said you've been on work what is it working moms the show yeah, that you, 
Yeah, that's and I I'm pretty sure that that's in America too. I feel like I've heard people talk about that show. So yeah, it's um, pretty popular, and it's going into its seventh season, which is pretty oh amazing gosh. for a show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, then it's definitely amazing because people are tuning in. So for sure, that's uh, it, I'm not even going to second guess that it's in America. It definitely is. So yeah, that's it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay, cool. Oh my gosh! Wow, and I'm gonna have to look for you. <laughs> they'll see my name in the credits at the end as the stand-in and then like yeah. once in a while they'll throw me in they'll be like Krista get in there like go do this go do that so yeah I oh my gosh yeah yes oh that's so cool I like yeah. love being in film the the couple movies that I've done um were like feature films with like The Rock and um Kevin Hart they did some filming in Boston before I moved to Florida so I was in one of their movies um some other movies with Anna Faris and um some other like celebrities you know, yeah. around town, but I was just like, I never wanted to be like having lines. Cause I was like petrified of the directors. So I was like, let me just like, not <laughs> cause I, would, I, I was just like, let me just be in the back, <laughs> you know, yeah, I feel but that. It, it is so fun to just like be in the setting. And usually people are super friendly and really excited to be there too. So it's been certainly that to me, that part of the industry of entertainment has been a lot um, more friendly than like dealing with like you know, some of the production companies with my own music and some of the cutthroat things that I've experienced has been more in the music business, which is interesting. It sounds like it might be flipped for you. Yeah, totally. That is interesting. Yeah. 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 So, well, that's so cool. So your family had you in dance as a kid too, and you were just going and, and then what inspired you to become a coach? Yeah, well, I was always the go-to person for friends and family members who were going through tough times. They would always come to me and we'd talk. You know, I've always been a really good listener. I'm always, I'm so interested in people. I love, I love like trying to discover how people's minds work and why they do what they do and like, how are they growing and all these things. So it just, it's always been in my nature. I'm an empath. So I'm always picking up on other people's energies. And I think because like, I do my best to hold a really judgment-free space and warm and welcoming space and understanding space. People are naturally drawn to me. And I've had so many people over the years say, you should really do this for a living. Like you're really good at this. You should be a coach. And so I I was like, okay. And, you know, I was always like training with the coach, like in my twenties and onwards, working with different coaches and mentors over the years and taking all kinds of workshops and seminars and you name it, I was there and um, I was like, okay, I'm going to go for it. And I started and it's been amazing. Like I've had all kinds of different clients, like men and women, and now focusing more on, on moms, women in general, and and moms in particular. Um, That's just where my niche is at the moment, because I have two young kids. My son is five and my daughter is three. So that's my world at the moment. And that's who I'm kind of attracting at the moment. And it's really amazing because it's so fulfilling and and so um, satisfying as a career for me. I just love humans. I love people. I love humanity and I love helping others. So it's a great passion of mine. Oh, I can see you radiating as you speak about it. I love that. So is that like, is your coaching, um, what inspired you to write your books? Uh, It's a little bit separate. I was coaching before I wrote my books, but um, what started off with the book writing for me was when I went back to work after having my son, I was going through a lot of things that I didn't really know or expect would, would happen. And I was like, how come no one told me about this and that and all these things? And so I was like, there needs to be a book about this. And so that's how the first book came to be. I was like, okay, I like, 
gathered like 20 moms and I was like we're all going to write about our own experiences and like share all of our different varieties of things that we went through and that's how the first book came to be mama's got to work and then uh, I collaborated on another one called women let's rise so it's all about female empowerment and lifting one one another up and things like that and then um yeah those people to mama's gotta work came out um this past december mama's gotta grow so it's more about like personal growth through motherhood and and it's just been expanding ever since so it's it's they're somewhat linked but not so much i guess yeah Yeah. oh my gosh well i can like see that this could be like a series for you that there's gonna just be because that's such a cool like mama's gotta work mama's gonna grow like that's such a cool those titles are amazing and very catching thank you yeah my pride and joy absolutely yeah oh that's so exciting so tell us I know um when we came on to the episode I was sharing with the listeners that we're going to be talking about um like overcoming trauma or anybody who might be experiencing something like that in their life right now would you share um on that topic yeah, absolutely. So maybe I'll start with some of the things um, that I experienced like from growing up and then I can share some tips and tricks. And That would be perfect. Yeah. Thank so, you so um, I was born with spina bifida. So for those who don't know, it's a spinal cord um, issue. My spinal cord was on the outside of my body. And when I was born, it was, there was a little lump on my back and the doctors didn't think anything of it. But my mom knew something was wrong. And so I went nine months undiagnosed Uh, She had to see specialist after specialist. And finally, at nine months old, I had my first surgery. And I was told, my mom was told that I would probably never walk. I'd be wheelchair bound. Um, I would probably not have any um, bodily function controlling and things like that, need diapers. And it was very traumatic, as you can imagine. I don't have those memories like uh, consciously, but of course, subconsciously, I truly believe that everything stays with us until we learn to grow and heal. So that's how my life started. And then... um, I was very lucky. My mom worked with me day and night to get me to walk and dance and and have full function, full control. So um, a miracle, to say the least, took place. And and I think that's where my mindset started to shift um, at a subconscious level. Um, Fast forward a little bit of time. My dad was diagnosed with cancer when I was nine and he passed away when I was 11. And, and I was home, we were all home with him together. So witnessing that was in itself a very traumatic experience, but also very humbling and, and liberating and huge life lessons came from that. Mm-hmm. Um, then a few months after that, I was diagnosed with uh, scoliosis. So scoliosis is the curvature of the spine. My spine was so bad, it was like a coil in there and I had to wear a back brace, like a full body brace in like um grade seven which was just horrible and you can imagine like the bullying and stuff it was not fun Mm -hmm. um I ended up having to have surgery a 14 and a half hour surgery after that when I was 13 years old and again the doctors told me there was a 50 50 chance that I might not be able to walk because of the work that they were doing so close to um my spinal cord I had to have um three titanium rods put in with all the hardware to like keep my back straight and they're still in today but I'm very lucky again I was able to walk out of there and um overcome that and fast forward through life again you know I had a somewhat normal um teenage years childhood had one of those relationships maybe that wasn't the healthiest that lasted for a little while um but eventually met my husband which was really amazing and then we ran into some other issues I was um I had to have laser surgery for uh precancerous cells that were on my cervix 
So that happened. And then I was told I would probably never have kids. Um, if I did fall pregnant, I would probably be bedridden because of my back and wouldn't make it to full term and need C-section like the whole nine yards. But miracles happen every day. And this is what I believe. And, and yeah, we, we did have two miscarriages, but third time's the charm, got pregnant. Um, I was diagnosed with uh, placenta pervia, which is where the placenta is covering the cervix, which means you can't um, birth baby naturally. But I went home and I did my spiritual work and I like envisioned moving the placenta with my mind. And sure enough, everything was fine. I had my baby naturally at home. Uh, it was beautiful water birth. Um, and he's five now. And then I had my daughter two years after that. And she, same thing, home birth at water or uh, water birth at home. She's totally fine. Everything was fine. And I swear it's all because like I attribute this to uh, a mindset of knowing that like if we can identify the lessons and the blessings and the growth from our pain in the past, that's when we heal and we can turn into that secret sauce and, um, and, and just like literally spread that throughout yeah. our days. And I know I'm chatting your ear off. There's, there's so much to share, but um, I really, really believe that we have to take responsibility for our healing. Um, no matter what's happened to us in the past, we are the ones who are responsible to uh, create our future and um, yes. acknowledging what has happened is huge. We, we can't suppress things. I think we need to acknowledge and move through that and move the energy in our body and then learn and grow from there and take any action steps necessary in order to come forward and grow forward from there. And then as well, just trusting ourselves, trust our intuition. And for me, like, if there's 1% chance that I'm going to make it, that's what I focus on. I, I truly yes. believe right? like yes. what we focus on expands. And yes. even though there may be like 99 reasons why we will fail, if there's one reason that we can succeed, that's what I focus on. And I tune my whole world into that. And, yes. and I think it's, it's important to like lean on others, lean on community and fill our toolkits kit, with, with as many um, tips and tricks as we can to help us get through the hard times. Cause God knows there's going to be many more and it's okay. You know, our, our hardest days are over at this point because we're still here. We're still breathing. And to me, that's all we need is breath in my lungs and I can do this. Mm, yes. Oh my goodness. You are such a beautiful person. I'm just loving just receiving this message from you. I, I'm so always speaking your language. And I love that there are other beautiful beings on the planet speaking the language too. And you literally have brought such hope to anybody who is watching this episode that they can heal their bodies too. And the whole process is deciding where do you want to focus on? You can let the doctors worry about whatever the diagnosis is, right? Let them worry about it. But then you can focus yes. on that 1% chance, like you said, that can bring you to full health that you literally were told all of these different things about your own body. And you went home and did your internal work, your spiritual work without it. And you literally with your mind recreated your body in different ways. Absolutely. Like that is so, literally your walking proof of that. And it's so incredible to witness you Aww. as the miracle you are. So thank you so, so much for sharing that with everybody. It's bold and it's brave. And I just, I'm, I'm loving this experience. So thank you. 
you're going to make me cry. You're so sweet. <laughs> we have to pay it forward, right? Like there's so many people who have been through so much. And, and I think like I've learned through, through so many people that we, we are here for a reason. Every single one of us is here for a purpose and for a reason. And, and we get to choose how we show up every day. And I'm just so grateful that so many people have walked these paths before me and that I've been able to learn from them. And I think it's, it's important to pay it forward and share, share, share as much as we can, because that's how we grow and that's how we can learn and leverage one another and amplify all of the love and all of the success yeah. and all of the abundance for everyone. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm curious if you would be willing to share like some of those spiritual tools that you have in your toolbox for anybody who is maybe like, oh my gosh, I'm going through this, but I don't know who to turn to or how to do this. Like, where do I begin? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, visual visualization is huge for me. And I'll share just one example. When I had the placenta pervia, um, the ultrasound showed that, um, again, my placenta was covering my cervix. So I saw that visual and then I went home and then I just Googled where, like, where should it be? Because it's here now, where should it be? And then literally every day I would sit there and I would place my hands on my womb and I would just like channel energy and just like moving it with my mind. And I would visualize it moving out of space. And, and for some reason, I just like picked my top right hand corner of my uterus. That's where it went. And then a couple months later, when I had the follow-up um, ultrasound, I asked her um, how it was looking. She's like, oh, it's like so far gone. It's off my radar. So you're perfect. You're good to go. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, can you find it? Like, where did it go? I just wanted to like confirm because I knew, but I wanted to see with my eyes as well. And, um, and she showed me and sure enough, it was right up in the top right-hand corner, right where I moved it. And it could have gone anywhere around, you know, like a circle, like a ball, but it ended up right where I put it. And I was like, I got this like crazy goosebumps. I'm getting them again now. And I just, I really, really, truly, truly believe in the power of visualization. So mm. visualization is so huge to me um, as well as journaling. So I'm a huge writer, as you know. So um, writing, um, gratitude journaling, um, focusing on what is good in your life is huge. Uh, getting outside in nature is so huge for me. Um, I love being outdoors and I really do believe that the trees absorb our negative energy and give us positive energy in return. So like getting those negative ions out, like um, being around the ocean or the water, if you can, like moving water. Uh, where I am in Canada, there we don't have the ocean right here, but I do have diffusers all throughout the house. So I'm using those as well with like essential oils that are uplifting. Um, I'm saging quite often just to clear the space energetically and then using Palisanto to invite good spirit in um, crystals everywhere. I, I wear them around my neck and around my wrists and I'm constantly like clearing them and using those. Um, my uh, food intake is I'm very conscious about everything I do. So even what I'm eating, like I'm eating really well. It's, I do love cake and pizza, but, but I eat mostly really healthy <laughs> yes, organic yeah. foods and, you know, um, pesticide free, all that fluoride free water. I drink yeah. lots of water. Exercise is so huge. I love hot yoga, um, stretching my body. I really do believe that our energy and emotions can get stored and stuck in our body and manifest into physical things. So I think it's so important to, to move our body and when I'm feeling down and the last thing I want to do is exercise, I will like do some jumping jacks and then the, the positive endorphins just like shoot me through the roof and I'll feel a lot better after that. Um, 
Also, I found, I noticed a huge difference in myself when I discovered my human design. And that's something any of us can do for free, right? You could just go online and look up um, your human design based on your birth date and time and things like that. Yeah. And then you can really leverage your personal characteristics and traits that you have and, um, and just hack yourself. Like, that's what I love to do. I love to learn like what's going on with me. So I would take like months at a time and journal my days. So what, what did I eat? What did I do? How did I feel? What time of my moon cycle was I on? Um, did I move my body? I would just like keep track of everything. And then I would look back and I could start to see a graph of a pattern. And then I would see like, oh, on the days that I had like a nine out of 10 day, I did this. And on the days that I rated a four out of, out of a 10 day, this happened. I was like, oh, okay. So this worked for me and that doesn't. And it's going to be different for everybody. So I think it's really smart to hack yourself as much as you can and definitely surround yourself with um, people who lift you up because we know uh, we become like the five people that we're around the most of the time, right? So um, making room for those positive people to come in. Sometimes we have to like clear space and maybe take some of that negativity out. And, you know, I, I don't watch TV and um, I don't read the newspaper paper or anything like that I, I read a lot of books and um, I take a lot of like workshops and courses and have conversations like this with with friends that that get you that understand and working with coaches that's also huge I feel like I could talk your ear off and go on for miles but there's definitely like add as much as I can into my kit and then whatever I need that day I pull from it basically. yes yes I love that and it's just I feel the same way I'm like I'm always learning. I've been a coach for 12 years. I'm always still in new courses. I'm always learning new ways from other coaches too that have said like, share this work, share this work. And just being able to bring more tools to other people and to self, of course, starts there. Right. And just knowing like, okay, where am I? Like, let's check in right now where I'm at on the emotional scale or the vibrational scale and just know, okay, cool. Like this is what I'm creating by being in this space. Is this up for where I want to be and where I want to be going or must I shift, you know, and just having those, like, I love how you said, um, you use the word hack. Like, it's like, you're hacking yourself, right? Like, so you're like looking at, how like learning more about you right and learning those patterns and that's such a cool that one really sticks out to me because I've noticed that there are different patterns like based on the moon based on your birth chart based on where you're at in like you know if you're a woman and you still have your menstrual cycle like yeah. you have certain things in your in your forefront of your mind your body your energy that are picking up on different things or that need to be released and, and so on and so forth. When you started your, um, how did you call it exactly? Hack? I know you used the word hack, but did you say? Oh yeah. I look, I hacked my system. I hacked hacking myself. Your system, <laughs> hack yourself. Okay, cool. So when you started hacking yourself and really getting, um, deep down into that and learning more about you, how were you keeping track? Was it in a journal? It was in a journal. Yeah. So I had a journal actually, you know what I got the, uh, the push journal from Shaleen Johnson. She's one of the mentors that I've worked with years ago. And I just love her. Um, and I kind of tweaked it myself cause it didn't have everything in there. So like I added in like, um, rate your day out of 10 and, um, what day of the moon was it and what day of my cycle was it. And I added in like, how were my kids that day? How was my husband that day? Cause all of these things influence us, but, yeah. but like in her journal, it tracks like 
what, what did you eat? What was your water intake? Um, uh, things that you did that day, stuff like that, like more of a general thing. And then I just like tweaked it a little bit to add in my own things. Like on each side of the page was a blank page. I was like, I'm going to use this space yes. for my own self. And that's what I yeah. did. Yeah. And oh, you know, yeah. you can just make one at home, like um, just like think of all the things that you would like to keep track of and, and start from there. But definitely the push journal by Shumin Johnson was oh, a helpful thing. That's for me. cool. I definitely yeah. want to check that one out. And I think it's so much of what you're sharing, like reminds me of, um, I'm pretty sure you know that I certified coaches with my coaching company, the iHeart Academy. And so, so much is like what you're sharing. I'm like, these are the tools that are inside the academy, like in different ways, right. That are like Renee's style or spicy this way and that way. And, and um, it's so cool because like when you really can become your own coach, like you can just skyrocket. I mean, I still have a coach. I believe all coaches would benefit from having your own coach too, right? It's not like, it's kind of like the yoga instructor, like the yoga instructor shows up, like they're not, not practicing, like they're for sure still practicing, you know? And it's the same thing I believe with the coaching um, fields and opportunities that we have as coaches as well, like always bringing in the new coaches and new courses, you know, your mentor, right? And um, so much of what you're sharing reminds me of my course because it's like, ultimately inside the course, you learn how to coach yourself because you are coaching others. So you just like continue on this ripple effect of helping other people find more answers about themselves and being more clear on what they want to manifest in their future. I love so much also that you brought up visualization. Visualization was a total game changer from me when, for me, when I first started learning um, the laws of manifesting and the universal laws and the law of attraction and, and all of those things that opened my eyes up years and years ago about it. And um, it's just, it's so cool just to see the miracles that really await you when you allow yourself the opportunity to experience them. Yes. And, and to celebrate them too, because like sometimes yes. I think we forget, right? And so with, yes. with my vision boards, like I've got a professional one and a personal one, whenever I achieve one of the things that I've put up there, I put them into my dream box. And so um, I keep them. And then whenever I'm feeling down or unmotivated or uninspired, I'll go to this box and I'll open the lid and take something out. Like I remember when I, when I was dreaming of this or wanting this and I have it now. So, you know, in the beginning, I would just take them down and they'd go in the garbage. I'm like, what am I doing? I felt bad throwing them out. (laughs) Right. Oh, that's great. Yes. Oh, for sure. And I think that's such a beautiful piece to remind everybody listening to is like taking the moment to celebrate all of the wins that the universe, God, goddess, whatever you believe in helped create in your life, you know, and just seeing like, wow, I've done that. I can do this again. Right. Cause if something feels like it's impossible, like remember that means that you are possible. You can get to that next level. And like yourself, like you've done what most people will call unimaginable because you've been able to heal your body. You've been able to heal your body with your mind with, and more than your mind. Right. But like you, got to be in that space and have the experiences that meant so much to you. Right. And then it's just looking back on those experiences. I was just talking about this in my social media on um, Instagram this week. I was like, this is the week to we're in a manifesting um, challenge right now. So I'm like, this is the week to look into what has manifested for you already 
and feeling that gratitude and feeling that appreciation and knowing that you were somebody else before you manifested those things, right? And, it, and it's manifesting for self, it's manifesting for family, it's manifesting for the world at large, it's manifesting in all areas, you know, of life and just having that mindfulness about it too. And that moment of celebration is just so important. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I feel like this whole um, episode has been really about celebrating and I thank you for that, that it feels so good. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's so lovely to share this space with you today. Thank you. And same to you. So please let all of our listeners know where they can find you and your beautiful work. Oh, thank you. Yeah, everyone is welcome to check out my website at crystalee.com. That's spelled with a K, K-R-Y-S-T-A, lee.com. And everything's on there, all kinds of fun things for people to check out. And I'm always happy to connect with people on social media as well. So reach out anytime. Let's be friends. Yes, amazing. Is your Instagram Krista Lee? It's Krista Lee 111. 111. Okay, amazing. So definitely anybody who's tuning in can go to your website, kristalee.com and find your books and your, all of the beautiful offerings that you have. Absolutely. Oh, well, thank you so much. And again, we could just carry on for hours, I'm sure of it. So (laughs) hopefully in the future, you'll come back onto the show. We can talk about some more tools or anything else that you're willing to share with the listeners. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Anytime. I'm happy to share. Oh, amazing. It has been so fun to co-create with you today. Thank you so much for being here, Krista. Thank you, Renee. Namaste. Namaste. And namaste to all the listeners. We'll see you in another episode.